What's going on? It's JG with your primetime Titans uh, Patriots preview intro. Robert and I get into uh, why I kind of hate Mac Jones. We get into the Patriots uh, defense. We, we talk about their offense as well, how the Titans match up against them. Um, we also actually start out with our uh, little bit of a Thanksgiving recap of how our, how our days went. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, but yeah, we hope you enjoy this. Um, we really, we had some fun, just a, a short preview. We see, um, we talk about a little bit of the injury report too, which is kind of just too long for us to even explain. But uh, yeah, we get into it. We hope you enjoy. It's a fun little listen. And without further ado, here is the Lumineers. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. The Primetime Titans podcast is presented to you today by Walker Financial Management. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL and the engine of the Titans offense, but he would be the first to tell you that it takes consistent support from teammates, coaches, trainers, and advisors for him to be the most successful on and off the field. In the same way, small business owners are the engines of their companies and wear a lot of hats. Walker Financial Management exists to support owners of small to medium-sized businesses, specifically in regards to bookkeeping. They offer customizable solutions like transaction categorization, monthly financial statement preparation, accounts receivable and payable management, payroll, CFO services, and more. If you or someone you know is spending too much time, money, or stress on bookkeeping, find peace of mind by visiting www.walkerfm.com to schedule a free consultation with a certified bookkeeping professional today. That's www.walkerfm.com. All right, here we go. Primetime Titans. This is JG. And Robert's here. Um, and we're here to give you a little Patriots preview. Um, a little day after Thanksgiving pod. A little, hopefully, it might just be another negative Patriots preview, but we'll see. I think Robert's maybe not feeling great, but I'm, I'm maybe slightly feeling better. I, who knows? How was your Thanksgiving? It's pretty good, man. Yeah. Ate a lot of food, hung out with uh, my in-laws, and watched some football. Luckily, the games were pretty good yesterday. I mean, th- there's something about just the Lions on Thanksgiving, <laughs> even though they're terrible. At least we had a good game, you know, Bears-Lions. Yeah. I was really rooting for the Lions. I, I just love Lions and Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Cowboys game was a good game. The that Bills game, game, not so much, but... Tony um, Jones was terrible. Tony Jones was terrible. <laughs> I actually didn't – I forgot to take Mark Ingram out of my starting lineup. and So I was actually going to start Tony Jones, and then I saw he only had .8 points, and I wasn't. Yeah, he finished with 2.7 points. He had so 27 I, yards. I wasn't too upset. And that was it. So, um, How about you? Uh, it was pretty good. It's always uh, a lot. It's always a lot. There's a ton of stuff that I do on Thanksgiving. Woke up, went on a little run. Uh, had a little breakfast, had some monkey bread. Dude, monkey bread, is, it's so good. Like, I, I had a big old breakfast 
what is, lunch and a big what old is monkey bread? It's like it's it's uh it's gonna be hard to explain, but there's like <laughs> What's in cinnamon it? sugar. It's like just bread pieces of bread all together in like a little circle thing, and there's like walnuts on top of it. There's I want to say it's um it's like there's cinnamon cinnamon sugar on it, and it's I don't know if it's honey or what. So it's a, like a, like a pastry. Yeah, it is. It's the real deal. It's that's whatever it is, um, and honestly, it's it's one of those things where you don't even know what it is, but it just tastes amazing. And there's no way I could explain it, and I definitely couldn't keep explaining it to where people would understand. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was great. And then uh, lunch was awesome. Got to hang out with Anna Glenn and her fam, and then dinner was great as well. So, I mean, I, Thanksgiving is. It's up there for one of my favorite holidays. Like it might oh, yeah. be. It's a great holiday. I might like it more than Christmas. Ooh, I don't know. If, I don't know if I like it more than Christmas, but I do love just eating some food, watching some ball. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's football on all day, and then the the egg bowl was last night as well. Um, prayers up for all the Ole Miss players um, who got injured at random points during the game that just went down, and you know, wow, they're just so hurt. And I really hope that they're doing better. Yeah. Yeah, Kiffin, man, it's kind of a dirty coach, not gonna lie. Man, I I Kiffin's gonna get my, my blood going. And uh there's also another player on the Patriots that's gonna get my blood going. We'll get to him eventually. I just I'm gonna explain my weird hatred for him. Why don't you go into it now? Okay, we'll go into it now. For some reason I hate Mac Jones. I agree, but tell me why. Mac Jones is like I don't know. He's from Bama, first of all. For all you Alabama listeners, if there are any Alabama listeners, I'm sorry. We I'm prefer you fan. not listen if you're well, an Alabama fan. No, we do prefer you to listen. <laughs> I'm um, kidding. But we hate Alabama on yeah, this podcast. I mean, Robert's an Auburn guy. I'm a Tennessee guy. So clearly, we're going to hate Pettit's Alabama. a Tennessee guy. Pettit's also a Tennessee guy. Sorry. Yeah. Pettit's not here today. Um, couldn't make it. So it's just Robert and I. Had too much turkey yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I hate. Mac Jones uh, went to Alabama. He's just like I, I honestly don't know if I can explain it as well. Um, well, he was maybe a, he's getting some hype right now that I think is just like whatever. Well, Who he cares? went to he went to Bama and then he went to the most hated team in the NFL, the Patriots. He's like Tom Brady Jr. right now, and I hated Tom Brady when he was at, when he was at the Patriots. And he had that play a couple weeks ago. Where he got sacked, or he threw a pick against Carolina. It was and a strip then, sack. Strip sack, and then Brian Burns, the second-year player out of Florida State for the Panthers, who's pretty good, who strip sacked him, gets up to try to run after the ball, and Mac Jones grabs his ankle and twists it. And for all you like, you can see multiple angles. He is twisting that ankle. It is straight up dirty, and I'm with you. I. I don't like seeing rookie quarterbacks do this well this soon, especially not one from the Patriots and especially not one from Alabama. I and, just And maybe it is a little bit of jealousy for me. But, oh, I'm sure it but is. But I don't care. I'm going to let the too. jealousy fuel me and hate me more. You want to know another reason why I can't stand him? It's just honestly this is not even that big of a deal. It's just another good excuse to hate him. He was asked about like Thanksgiving stuff and he's like, "Yeah, I don't really like Apple pie. I don't really like pies in general. Wow. Just doesn't like pies. So, and, and let's, uh, Matthew Judon, guy. there's another Patriots player, while we're at it, just 
hating on Patriots players. Patriot hate week, I guess. Matthew Judon was asked. He was a free agent acquisition over the years, originally with the Ravens. So I already hate Matthew Judon. And he was asked about Thanksgiving dishes as well, and he was talking about mac and cheese and how he hates mac and cheese. He's like, it's stupid. It's just noodles and cheese. And he's like, we need to get that off the Thanksgiving table. Now, I will say I'm not used to having it I, during I Thanksgiving. I had probably six bowls of mac and cheese yesterday. Yeah. My, for anyone, like, my mother-in-law makes a phenomenal mac and cheese. For anyone that doesn't like mac and cheese, that's like one of my top five favorite foods. <laughs> I swear. Whether it's, it's so good. Whether it's craft, like you, you just microwave it, or it's... Your mother-in-law's mac and cheese that I've never even had before. It's like... <laughs> you love it already. I love it already. <laughs> mac and cheese is the real deal. And for someone like Matthew Judon to say something as preposterous as it's not good, man, if you're not already hating the Patriots as much as I am, then I don't know what... Hop I don't know what, I don't know what we got to do for you because... Well, you know, you know what else is the real deal like mac and cheese? What? Is the Patriots defense. The <laughs> Patriots defense is the real deal. It is clicking on all cylinders right now. They got a lot of guys back from sitting out last year during the COVID year. Donta Hightower, the McCourty brothers. Um, JC Jackson has some of the, I think he has the most picks in the NFL over a three game stretch. Um, Didn't he have like six on the year or something? Yeah, he's playing really, really well for them at corner. I mean, he's their lockdown corner and, and of course Belichick it, yeah he's their lockdown corner since yeah. they got rid of Stephon Gilmore um but Belichick just always has good defenses and this yeah year, so everyone everyone always says this so everyone says that Belichick always tries to shut down your best option on offense so I got a question for you Robert if AJ Brown is hurt which he hasn't practiced this week he's still dealing with the ribs slash chest injury they did multiple tests. It wasn't anything serious, but he still maybe, you know, we don't know if he's going to play. If he's not playing, who does Bill Belichick shut down? Well, I think this might actually be a secret to <laughs> beating the Patriots that we haven't tried yet. Don't have, is don't have any good start. players <laughs> playing on offense. So then, then he, has nothing, he has no idea who to take out. And so then he's like, oh, what, Nick Westbrook-Ikeen got a 12-yard curl. Maybe we should... Guard the curl routes, and then Dontrell Hilliard gets a four-yard screen, and he's like, "Oh, maybe it's Hilliard." And then we get another guy off the practice squad. Tano makes a thirteen-yard run because we're because we're a, a walking hospital out there right now. We just get these random Golden Tate. Hey, he's thirty-seven <laughs> years old. He's been eating Thanksgiving dinner on his couch. Come play for the Titans. Who wants to play for the Titans? We got a number for you. It'll be so fun. Um, may, maybe that'll be a secret weapon. Because Belichick won't know who our players are, where they came from. So you're saying the secret weapon is no secret weapon. The secret weapon is to have absolutely no talent on your offense. <laughs> it's to only have practice. Oh no, guys. wait, Jeff Swain might be back. So that's there he is. That's Honestly, cool. Jeff Swain and Anthony Ferkser are is McNichols playing? Uh, he, I think he practiced yesterday. So or no, no, I don't think he practiced yesterday. Okay, well, if he doesn't play, I was going to say McNichols was going to be our best player in Ferkser, but... Yeah, McNichols didn't practice on Thursday. I mean, at this point, it's Dontrell Hilliard who was on the Bears or the Browns practice squad to start the season. So, I mean, and Des Fitzpatrick, who didn't make her team. So we're just... I have very little faith 
in our our Titans this week. Not overall. I, I've I've come around to think okay, I've kind of already accepted that this week could be a loss when we go eight and four, and then we get the much needed bye week, probably the most anticipated bye week in Titans history. Um, and then <laughs> I we think play it's true, <laughs> and we play the Jags the week after. Hopefully we get some people back for that Jags game. I'm expecting a lot of guys back. Julio. And it's a home Jags game. Home Jags game. I'm expecting Julio to be back. Bo Dupree, I think, can come back. I think uh, AJ will be back. Nate Davis could be back. McNichols. You know, we were David, David Long. Long. Rashawn Evans, hopefully, is back by then. Jack, Jack Rabbit. Rabbit. I mean, we could have a – we could – the team we trot out there in Foxborough on Sunday – might look totally different than the team that's that plays in Nissan Stadium at uh, at week. What is that? Week fourteen against the Jaguars. So that's that's part of the reason why I'm not really expecting us to do anything on offense. I mean, if you got the Patriots defense in fantasy, I would hammer that. Play it all day. (laughs) I mean, Tannehill. The the Texans picked him off four times. What are the Patriots going to do to us? Yeah, it's it's definitely not looking pretty. For that, um, I don't. Maybe Golden Tate can give us a little bit of a spark. Who knows? We. I speaking of that, there was something that happened in between recording. I think it was Tuesday afternoon. We dropped. We waved Adrian Peterson, so we got rid of him. Yeah, that um, was a. Can we just talk about that for a second? Yeah, we can what, talk about what, that. What a. We had a lot of hope for AP there, but I don't think. I think this is probably his last. His last run. It was really cool that that Adrian Peterson. Had a little stint with the Titans. He wanted to retire a Titan. What, 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 do, you, what do you say? <laughs> he saw such a great organization. And he I, said, I want to retire a I Tennessee think Titan. his biggest problem was just that he was running so high. Yeah. Because on that fourth down on Sunday that we didn't get, he was running straight up. And you saw it on the field. And then you, you, alluded, you alerted me to it. And then I saw it on the replay that on one of those fourth downs, there was a wide open cutback lane. Yeah. Right off the tackle, and I mean first down, easy, maybe easy, maybe maybe another ten fifteen yards, yeah. And he missed it and just runs right into the back of the guard, straight up in the air, like almost butt fumble. He did have a few, like ex- some, he did, but I don't know if I would say he didn't look very fast. Runs that he kind of <laughs> he kind of looked like I, yeah. I almost <laughs> those runs I almost was like hmm if Foreman or Hilliard had the ball there I think they would have gotten more and I bet that's. Yeah. And that's probably why he gets cut. Yeah, so he we waived him. We put we put Marcus Johnson. Uh, for, we put Chris Jackson on the IR, which is probably short term. But we also put Marcus Johnson on the IR with a with a hurt hamstring. For those of you that uh, are aware or not aware, Robert and I had a bet this year that Marcus Johnson would catch ten catches this year. Um, I said he would catch ten. Robert said he wouldn't, and it was a ten dollar bet. And because he goes back to IR, it's season ending because it's, it's his second stint there. And uh, guess how many catches he had? How many catches? He had nine catches. <laughs> and the play that he got hurt was he was targeted for a t- it was a it would have been a touchdown if he caught it. wasn't really the best throw. I think it was more of like an overthrow or you know purpose miss. But uh, yeah. So I thought I had that thing in the bag, and there was a potential. I I didn't agree to it, but Robert brought up something where over the weekend, before the game on Sunday, Robert said, I have a 
double or nothing bet that I am proposing to you. He said, I would take over Adrian Peterson five touchdowns, and you would take the under, and that's double or nothing for the Marcus Johnson bet. And I didn't take it. And then a few <laughs> days later, we wave Adrian Peterson, and I would have had under five easy. So thank a rough go for, <laughs> for me there. Thank goodness my stupidity did not get in the way because <laughs> that would have been a dumb bet. But, yes, JG, I, I am happy to say I foresaw the injuries <laughs> – I foresaw the nine catches, and I just had to go. I had to go under ten. Yeah, and, and if you haven't listened to our uh, last episode about the Texans, who's our hamstring guy? Well, Seriously, <laughs> another hamstring injury. My gosh, we're not going to get into it. We we got into it last episode, but yeah. So that those were some other moves, and we also signed. I think we we activated. We I think we signed Dontre Hilliard to the active roster. We you know switched some people to practice squad. Uh, active roster. I think Kari Blassengame came back, designated to return from IR. Hey, there's a start. We're we're going in the right direction, getting guys back from IR. My uncle sold a Porsche to Kari Blassengame on Wednesday. How cool is that? Did he come and get it in person? It was at CarMax. He like they got the Porsche sent to CarMax, and he did. So he never saw Car- Kari Blassengame. No, he did. He did. He did see Kari. Well, how was he? Was he walking okay? Uh, uncle Mike, I think, was reporting that he's. He's looking okay. Good. <laughs> He's just glad he got him his Porsche. Because Kari Blasting Game and his new Porsche might be our best option on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> so maybe he's the the, the secret weapon. Maybe. Made, maybe he can not. drive his Porsche out there. <laughs> so yeah, shout out Uncle Mike. Um how, thank you for uh selling the Porsche to Kari Blasting Game. How are you feeling about the matchups on the other side of the ball when the Titans are on defense and the yeah. Patriots are on, are on offense. <clears throat> well, another one of those guys that we signed, Golden Tate. I weirdly think Golden Tate could be on the active roster by Sunday and end up actually getting a few catches here or there because I legitimately think that um, he's going to be valuable to this team. We'll see how <clears throat> how active he is and how, you know, I mean, he's, he's old. He's another old guy. We now have had Julio Jones, Adrian Peterson, and Golden Tate now on the Titans this year. Um, I don't know. I, I don't feel great uh, about it. I, definitely the Patriots' defense is a concern. But I feel like our defense against their offense, I feel like we could really give, give Mac Jones some trouble. Um, this really is a did. game where we really could use Rashawn Evans back. Yeah. Because it's going to be a run-heavy offense, and then Mac Jones is going to do play action and try to hit us, you know, over the top on some plays. They don't have a lot of burners, but Kendrick Bourne is really quick. Um, Nelson Aguilar is a pretty good receiver. Obviously, they got Johnny Smith. They've got Hunter Henry. So they've got some weapons, but they love to run the football behind Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, yeah, they, they their running game is it's turned into basically a committee, and then they got Brandon Bolton, their third down back. Um, I mean, they, they don't have like crazy weapons to, to where it's it's like insane. Um, I don't know. It's it's not like they have uh, insane amount of superstars. But it's your classic Patriots team where they got they got guys doing their roles and do, and playing their best of their position, and they'll hurt you. Yep, they will hurt you if, if you're not careful. What? Uh, let's get a score prediction going. 
Um, so I said that we would win it uh, preseason. Sticking, sticking to the sheet. Hold on. Oh, no. Um, I said we would win. I also picked this game in the snake draft. I think this is my, like my second or third pick. I'm saying we win. I got to. This is one of those games where wow. I kind of wish we – I didn't say that we would win because I almost want to switch it from when I said it at the start of the year. Um, and I'm going to go with Titans 20, Patriots 17. Okay. It's low scoring. 20 to 17. Because I think we can put pressure on Mac Jones. I mean, I want that four-man pass rush to come back. I know Bud Dupree isn't there, but I really do think that we can – give him some fits, and uh, it's going to be big stopping that run game. we got to make sure Damian Harris and Ramon J. Stevenson don't get going because yeah. if they do, then, you know, it's like the Titans. They get the play action going, and they find a random Jacoby Myers dig route. They find Nelson Aguilar on a slant, and you never know what, what can happen when they uh, uh, when they got the ball in their hands. I, it's not like they're anything flashy, but they can get the yards when when they need to. Certainly. I I'm probably feeling the worst about this game than I've felt about any game this season so far. Um, at least like going into it, and the main reason is just because we don't have our team out there. Yeah, we, we've said this before, and we've been able to overcome it. But we really, we really have nobody. I don't think AJ's going to play. Um, we just are. We have nothing to work with, as far as I could see. I mean, we 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 lost the game against the Texans for a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons was was once AJ went out, who do we who do we have that is a legitimate threat? You're gonna take over the game. Well, like our best, the only thing we can do is rely on scheme and rely on players to run the right routes and just hope that the scheme gets you open. We don't have anybody who can get open in spite of the scheme. Like, let's say the offensive coordinator calls a play and it's not the best play, and the defense calls a really good play, happens to cover the routes perfectly. Well, when you have an AJ and when you have Julio, when you have Derek, those guys those guys don't have to rely on scheme to perform well. AJ and Julio can get open regardless of the play call. And Derek obviously faces the most eight-man boxes in the NFL and still leads the league in rushing. So the point being is we're going to – Todd Downing is really going to have to pl- call a masterful game if we're going to score more than 20 points. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very pessimistic about the game this weekend. I'm going to say Patriots win probably 24-14. And if we score 14 points on the offense, honestly, I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, you know, ta- a lot of people are pointing to Tannehill saying, hey, he's got to step up. He's got to play better. And, yeah, you got to play better than, than throwing four picks. But, again, who the heck does he have to throw the ball to? Who does he have to operate with? Who does he have that he has worked with longer than a week or two, like Des Fitzpatrick getting called up from the practice squad after not even making a team? I mean, I, I, I'm beating a dead horse here. I just am pretty pessimistic about our, our chances. Now, if we get a special teams touchdown, maybe we get a defensive touchdown, maybe the defense steps up and shuts down their running game picks off Mac Jones, then I'm starting to feel better, kind of like we did against the Rams. Mm-hmm. That we're gonna have to we're gonna have to follow yeah, that blueprint. Like that. Yeah. Which is encouraging. You know, we've seen that the, the Titans do that. <laughs> and after last week, I mean we said wouldn't this be the most Titans thing of all time to go out and lose to the Texans and the next week 
beat one of the hottest teams in the NFL. I mean, yeah, it just would be. Literally just, uh, it would be very much Titans. And it's like we always, I don't know, we just, we're back to being underdogs. And I kind of like that. You know, people are starting to doubt us again. And I, I don't know, it's just, it's going to be very interesting. Honestly, the injury report, I, we can't even really talk about it much. There's so many people not practicing, so many people that are limited that just we it'd might be, just have to share it. And it'd you be look better. At it yourself. It'd be better to talk about the guys who are who are healthy. Like yeah. it would take us less time to say, "Hey, these <laughs> seven guys are healthy on the team. Everyone else is hurt." <laughs> <laughs> like that's how bad it is. We are a hospital right now. It is insane. So, yeah, I don't know. I and I don't know about you, Titans fans. I'm sure you're maybe a little concerned, like we were after the Texans game and going into the Patriots game. Who knows? But maybe that's what we need. Take you know, get the expectations, bring them down a little bit, to where the Titans can exceed those expectations that we've brought down, and maybe pleasantly surprised. Who knows? Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll come back next week. Be talking about a Titans win. But even though I said twenty to seventeen Titans win, I would not be surprised if we lose, like you said, Robert. So I don't know, Mac Jones, you're the worst. Um, can't believe you don't like pie. And, yeah, I just – I have this unreasonable hatred for Mac Jones. No, I think it's reasonable. <laughs> I think it's reasonable. <laughs> I think it's reasonable. I'm going to be fuming uh, on Sunday if and when he <laughs> throws all over us. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we pick him off a bunch. Let's, uh, let's see. Hopefully we sack him a bunch. We need a big Kevin Byer game. Big Kevin Byer game. Big, I mean, honestly, just big defense game. Defense, it's been – Kind of bailing us all year, so maybe it can bail us out again. So maybe we get a little, maybe we get a strip shack, strip sack, strip shack. Yeah, but if you do, watch out, watch your ankles, Jeffrey Seriously. Simmons. Don't don't get a you know sprained ankle and be out for three weeks because Mac Jones is a little punk. Yeah, maybe maybe that's uh, that's what I've taken out of this episode right now is just Mac Jones is a punk. Mac Jones is a and punk. it's maybe my hatred is all coming from jealousy, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, there's the Patriots preview. Um, and, uh, we thank y'all for listening. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man.